Hey, we're heading into the time of year here on the Carolina Outdoors and everywhere where uh, we're celebrating. We're giving thanks. We're getting together. We're, uh, uh, and you know, being together. But only fellowship isn't the only thing. There's also food involved. And when we talk about good food and preparing good food and celebrating with good food and giving thanks, we think of our friend Jim Noble. And we're going to invite Jim Noble from Noble Food and Pursuits onto the Carolina Outdoors to share his insights on preparing meals for large numbers of people, but also the mission and cause of Noble Food and Pursuits. Welcome, everyone, to the Carolina Outdoors. I'm your host, Bill Barty, and with no further ado, let's bring the man on himself, Chef Jim Noble from Noble Food and Pursuits. Jim, welcome to the Carolina Outdoors. Hey, Bill, thank you. It's a, it's a pleasure and honor to be back here again in your hallowed halls and hanging out with you and talking about outdoors and all the stuff that we like. That's, well, this is a honor for us you are too cool to say so but uh, i will tell you this i'm a self-admitted consumer of food i would never be confused as a critic or a foodie or anyone who gets picky over any of that kind of food the only one i really don't like i love some chicken livers but not chicken gizzards um, so much i don't know what that's about but everything else i haven't I haven't cooked them for you yet. That's probably the reason. Ah, well, that's why we have you on the Carolina Outdoors to talk about these things. But, Jim, so many people are listening to the Carolina Outdoors, some of which are listening early on a Saturday morning. They've, uh, they're going to have uh, loved ones coming in shortly uh, to celebrate during the holiday season. Maybe they're going somewhere, traveling to visit with loved ones, to uh, celebrate many times with food. That seems like a common denominator. You've had a history, a career uh, in the food business, preparing food for others, helping people celebrate through their mouths, through their stomachs, their taste buds, um, with the different restaurants that operate under Noble Food and Pursuits. So we were going to look to you for a little bit of advice on what foods are historically and from a heritage perspective, uh, served, whether it be the cranberry and, and turkey, but maybe some other foods that Jim Noble likes uh, and prepares for people along the uh, through the years. Can you give us insight on, on Thanksgiving, Christmas, and holiday foods in general? Well, um, <clears throat> I'm going to go back to something you said a minute ago about, you know, you're a great consumer of food. All of us are, and hmm. I don't know. I've not met many people who don't really love food. That's probably why I got in the restaurant business in the first place. Because, and when it came to the holidays growing up, I didn't really care much about the gifts as much as I cared about all the food everybody's bringing together. And that you would have a whole counter full of food that you could just go back a couple of times or three times and, and enjoy. And, and being with family, sharing times together and doing family recipes and doing what certain people like Aunt Jody always brought her a green bean casserole. And, you know, everybody had their things they did. And it was just a great time to get together and enjoy food. And But, but when we talked about, you said something about a foodie a minute ago. I mean, everybody comes up to me and tells me they're now foodies. I, I think somebody needs to be certified as a foodie before you can call yourself that. <laughs> I'm like, give me your credentials here, sir, because, you know. But I think what people are saying, they all like to eat food. And uh, I think Thanksgiving... It's probably more traditional meal-wise, but again, it's a gathering of the families to say thank you to God for all the bounty that he's done for us. And it started early on, probably before we were a nation, mm-hmm. 
And, you know, with you guys being Carolina outdoors and stuff, uh, and when they would go out and shoot something, bring it home, and uh, we kind of miss some of that now. Uh, and they would go get turkeys, but they were wild turkeys, not these farm-raised turkeys. So, and, and I'm, I'm sure you have. Wild turkeys are really great flavors and stuff. But traditionally, turkeys and stuff on Thanksgiving and, uh, of course, dressings and all the things people like. And <clears throat> you really can't put it into a category because everybody's family's got some things that they did. My mom always did these candied yams with uh, marshmallows on it. Of course, I like to do the turkeys, and then we started frying them and playing with them. And now you can put them on a green egg and smoke them. And at Christmas time, we've got a tradition now that's probably 10, 15 years old in our family to get a uh, a standing rib roast, a, a, a ribeye, a prime. And then yes. uh, I don't want to say prime rib, but because most of the time that's not prime. But I'm talking about prime grated uh, rib roast and smoke it on the green egg for Christmas. We do that every year now. And everybody's got traditions they love, and I think all of them are good. But one of the best things about it is getting around the table with people you love. I mean, uh, my staff keeps asking me to write a cookbook. And if I wrote a cookbook, it would probably not be as much a cookbook as it would be a, a book about thoughts and memories of sitting around a table. A table is a place where uh, people come together, eat breakfast together as a family, they eat lunch, or they go out to business lunch, or they go to business dinner, or a family celebrates a birthday or a wedding or anniversaries. There are all kinds of uh, reasons, but everybody ends up putting their knees underneath the table and, and sharing life and fellowship with families over food. And it's really, I think, a convergence of all those things, the people, the place, the time, the time of year. I mean, this you know, right now it's getting ready to get cold and I don't really yawn. I don't really yearn for a tomato sandwich in December, or January, because it just don't fit with where we are. But I do think about these roasted birds we're getting ready to have, and the dressings, and all the different ways to do it. My uncle Orville always wanted to put oysters in the dressing, and you know all those different things. None of them are right or wrong. It's what your family likes. And uh, there's an old story about a lady would she would to take her pot roast and she cut off about four inches of it and stick it on the side and roast it. So she said, she said well, why'd you do that? She said, well, that's what my mom always did. She finally went back and asked her mom why she did it. She said, because my pan, my, the roast wouldn't fit in our ovens and we had to cut it. So some things are traditions because of traditions and some are, have a reasons behind it. But all of them are really good. And I know everybody out there uh, loves this brisk weather. You, you think about quail hunting, deer hunting, wild bird hunting, ducks. You know, we always get to hunt ducks on around Thanksgiving and Christmas, and it's just all those traditions together just make it for happy memories, and you look back on them and just say, man, I, I love that stuff. And well, my memories of growing up like that and those meals together with family, just uh, they're with us forever. It is funny that you say that because in the outdoor business, as, as technology has advanced and different products have come to roost, many of the products that are celebrated these days in the outdoor realm anyway are built around community uh and i'll name a few just to to let people know and not to not to be too cerebral about it but some of the success of a company like yeti and yeti Uh coolers which is a hard cooler company that has had great success but much of their success has been attributed to their coolers that uh, are large enough that you could carry enough product whether it be sodas beers any, whatever kind of drink, that it was a collection point of people. Another uh-huh. thing that was b- become uh, popular is people with their, their downloaded music and technology. Um, Eno hammocks and the different products of hammocks where people could hang them from a tree, 
listen to the same music from uh, their their uh, technology, their smartphone, whatever. Listen to their uh, playlist, but everybody mm-hmm. be in their separate uh, separate hammock, sitting or laying down collectively. And Jim Noble, all of what you said is the OG of all of that has been the community table, the family, the friends gathering around a common mm-hmm. th- place, uh, celebrating the bounty, the gifts um, together. Um, and that's kind of what the holiday season is. And however your family's tradition is, the celebration of it is one common denominator. But it makes the restaurant business busy, Jim Noble. And you've oh, got yeah. uh, Noble Food and Pursuits. I'm going to name some of the brands that are operating uh, uh, under that umbrella. But anything from Roosters, Woodfire Kitchen, the King's Kitchen, uh, Copain, the bakery and provision company that you have, Noble Smoke, uh, Bossy Beulahs. Uh, I'm a, uh, you know, once you start, you can't, you have to say them all. Um, the Jimmy. Uh, you've got the catering company, I guess, Field P Catering. Yep. Did I leave yeah. anybody out? Are those all the restaurants, uh, brands under the Noble Food and Pursuits umbrella? You said Roosters, right? And Roosters, of course. Um, how do the restaurants celebrate the holiday season? Because I'm, I'm sure they have to get a day off somewhere in there, but it's a busy time for all restaurants, I'm sure, under that umbrella. Yeah. We... Um most of our restaurants, not all of them, close on Thanksgiving Day. We'll we'll have some food available at Noble Smoke. I better check my calendar. I think that's true. Uh, but once we get through uh, Thanksgiving, uh, and Thanksgiving week, normally in the restaurant business, is one of the slowest weeks of the year because everybody's traveling. They they don't want to eat a lot Monday, Tuesday, but after Thursday, they don't want any more turkey. They come out and start eating steaks and fish again. So <clears throat> the weekend gets busy. People start shopping. Uh, and then it's busy all the way through the New Year's Eve. So, and I can't believe we're already here again. I mean, it just seemed like we, we just did Christmas not a couple months ago, but here we are. <laughs> Time and flies. When Halloween comes that you, before you know it, it's Thanksgiving, that's Christmas. It's just, uh, it's just a wonderful day. Even, even in the restaurants, when people come together, there's parties, families come together again to sit around the table and, and fellowship. Just eating food for sustenance doesn't make much sense to me. I like to enjoy the flavors, but I like to enjoy it with someone and talk about it, you know. So that's what we're getting ready to head into. And well, I know that as, um, as we head into it, you guys get busy too because of the holiday season. Oh, yeah. They're over at Jesse Brown's. And, uh, of course, the outdoors uh, is fuel for the soul as well for so many out there, and that's what we like to celebrate. But Jim, Chef Jim Noble here on the Carolina Outdoors taking some time out of his busy schedule to join us. Um, you don't just feed people with food, though. You uh, you feed people's spirits with the pursuits of noble food and pursuits. Um, yeah. Will you tell us a little bit about... Uh, feeding spirit through the Dream Center, Charlotte Mecklenburg Dream yeah. Center, and also the mission of a particular restaurant that you have called the King's Kitchen. Yeah, we started the rest. My, my wife and I birthed the ministry in '98, and we started partnering with the restaurants right around 2021 to have the restaurants and which restaurants. I'm an engineer by NC State. And restaurants are inefficient food manufacturing facilities. You, you crank up and do lunch, you crank up and do dinner, and then you're, you're slow in between. It's just, if you ran a furniture factory like that, it'd be horrible. But So we were able to partner the ministry and restaurants together and feed folks who are less fortunate or in need or who are hungry. And uh, 
I don't know. I think most everybody wants to help take care of people who are hungry and need some food. So mm-hmm. we started doing that together. We could partner with the ministry and the restaurants. The restaurants provide the food the, and the uh, resources. The ministry would raise the money and reimburse the restaurant back for cost. And uh, it was good for both parties to work together side by side. A, a business in any community in, in its most pure form from a uh, biblical perspective is should be a blessing to the city not just take the resources out of it she pour things back into it so that's what we want to do we we try to feed those and we started in thanksgiving to 21 and ever since then we've been feeding on thanksgiving day but now we, it's all pretty much centered around king's kitchen which is a, a not-for-profit restaurant by design now, i've had some not-for-profit restaurants before <laughs> it wasn't my intent but this one was on, on purpose we any if we make any profits we'll give them away in food Plus, we solicit for more food, and uh, then we also do a, a Bible discipleship job training tra- training program. Leave the Body Christ is the most upwardly mobile institution on the earth, and we want to help people get off out of the streets or whatever and back on their feet. And, and, and we always, in all our ministry outreaches, because of where we come from, we always leave with food. Mm-hmm. Sort of like when you're fly fishing. If your fly comes off, you don't know it. Your, your guide finally says, hey, I think you lost your fly. Well, yes. you can catch nothing without a fly, and sometimes we go out. To reach and find people that have needs, and we take food with us. It's it's like a, it's like our fly on the line. So we always have food in what we do. When we go into a new neighborhood with uh, adopt a block for Dream Center, we always carry food or something from the bakery, cookies, and say, "Hey, we're going to come visit you every Saturday in perpetuity, and we're going to be there to help you and help you get through tough things in life." And that's what we do. We're there to help people, and food's always in the middle of everything we do, which is happy for me because I always enjoy nibbling a bit myself. <laughs> well, of course, uh, with between the restaurants, the missions of the King's Kitchen or the Dream Center, uh, you are a, a busy man. But one of your secrets is being able to sneak away for Jim Noble time. And you have used the outdoors uh, to decompress. Of course, you've got, as you mentioned, that engineer's mind, which is always working. But because of that, it always needs a little bit, bit of time of respite. And I guess it, it wouldn't be out of line to say that's where you have used the outdoors to somewhat recharge yourself, whether it be oh, yeah. casting a fly line or being <clears throat> on the water and enjoy just enjoying uh, uh, God's nature uh, yep. as it's made. You know, I uh, I started bird hunting a lot in the 90s and uh, had bird dogs and had some guys help teach me. You always need a guide or somebody to train you or someone to teach you to help you. And I would be in those dog fields. And I, he hunted like an old timer. He didn't go, lots of none of these new timers go through fast through the fields. You know, they just, and they push their dogs too fast and, and miss cubbies. And he would say, Jimbo, just kind of take your time, ease through here. He had he sounded like uh, Foghorn Leghorn. He said, "Now, Jimbo, I don't I forgot more about bird hunting than I knew." But he was a great teacher, and I would stand in these fields and watch the dogs work, and I would think to myself, "It's like early nights." I say, "I bet fly fishing is like this." Yes, and it is. And so I, one day, my wife said, "Go do it, go do it." So I started. I came to see you, got my uh, first fly rod, and I think we've probably seven or eight in now, and. Uh, I think there's nothing more than going standing out in this world that God created for us and stand in a stream and, and be part of this world and, and be appreciative of everything and uh, watching those fish uh, rise to take your dry flower, fishing for whatever. It's just great to be out there. Or if you're out walking behind your dogs, and as Alice used to say, you're just kind of asking along. 
behind your dogs, don't push them too fast. And I think fly fishing is like that too. You just work your way down the stream and or up the stream, and it's been a, a great respite for me. But I'm way overdue. We've been real busy. And I, I've got to I got to start making myself by law take more time out in the, in the stream. So well, hey, we'll we'll send a, a doctor's note directly over. Uh, to Noble Food and Pursuit, saying, "Give this man a, a day off. You just need well, you to talk to your boss." Well, you know how they would to raise money? They would go kidnap a guy and put him in jail, and people had to raise money to get him out. <laughs> yes. Maybe you just send a posse over and grab you and take me. I, I don't have any choice. We're going to organize that posse right now. (laughs) I love that. Uh, Chef Jim Noble, we kept you over time, but listen, we're thankful for you, and thank you for what you're doing in our community and all the communities that Noble Food and Pursuits is operating in with the restaurants and the ministry. And most especially, thank you for your time with us here on the Carolina Outdoors. It's a pleasure. It's a pleasure, sir, and uh, I always love Love you guys. You guys are, I'm just going to plug you. You guys, you go in your store, everybody that cares about you. It's like the old timey hardware store. Everybody knew where everything was. Now you go to these big box stores, they don't know where anything is. But you guys do, and you take time with them. You help us fix up our mess ups on our spools, and you just get great. So I appreciate you guys. <laughs> you are too kind. Thank you for those words, and thank you again. Uh, you can check out the restaurants and the ministry and all of the pursuits of. Noble Food and Pursuits at noblefoodandpursuits.com. Special thanks to Chef Jim Noble for jumping on here. We're going to take a quick break. Come back on the other side. You're listening to the Carolina Outdoors.